Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. Home of the Afropolitan. This thing comes from your idea. When you have a plan, then you're going to come up with, okay, strategy. Strategy is nothing else but at the back of the what? It is the how, the when, and the why. You answer those questions. But without a plan, you are not going to ask yourself all those questions. So we need to have a plan. That's why everywhere else, they call it agenda. In layman's terms, it's just a plan. Government must have agenda. Africa must have agenda. Europe has agenda. America has agenda. They simply have a plan. Whether it is about foreign issues or local issues, domestic issues, but it is a plan. Where now, what is your individual plan as a human being? What plan do I have as an individual? What plan do we have as a footballing nation? What plan do we have as a nation in education, in politics, in religion, and all that? When we don't have plans, there can never be strategies. Because you sit back and draw a strategy to achieve a particular objective. So you are then looking at the outcome should be that. But for me to reach the outcome, there are processing goals, there are steps to be taken. Now what is your patience? What is your understanding in terms of I'm here, but I need to be there. It's okay. I must be in Pretoria at 12, but I'm here. There's going to be traffic. Which route is better? That is strategy. How, when, why do you take N14 and not N1? It's, part, it's simple. That the framework is there, but we don't take from the framework and apply it as a universal guideline. We don't. That is Steve Compella. He was speaking earlier today. He, was, uh, he won the APSA Premiership Coach of the Month Award for August. Bloemfontein Celtic, second on the log, yet to taste defeat this season. And the question he's asking is a broader question as we continue to tackle football development in South Africa and why Bafana Bafana cannot achieve success. The question is a broader question. Do we have a plan? That's the question. Do we have a plan that will allow South African football to return to the powerhouse it once was? The custodian of football in South Africa, that's the South African Football Association, have had several plans. Many. Start, stop, don't finish, continue, start again. Several technical master plans which have been influenced by the likes of many people, including legendary Kaiser Chiefs Mamelodi Sundowns and Bafana Bafana coach Ted Dumitru, Stuart Baxter when he first coached Bafana Bafana back in the mid-2000s. The list goes on. Unfortunately, these plans, the initial ones, were not detailed about where we would like to go as a South African football community. Their main goal was about creating a unifying football philosophy to inform the game in the country without any specific target. So they said, we must have a South African style of play. I'll take you back to 2013. We spoke to football researcher Chris Furtain, who is a manager of youth football and development programs in Gauteng, also a lecturer at the University of Johannesburg. We spoke to him on this very show and he outlined the history of South Africa's search for a technical master plan in the post-2002 era. Listen to this. A youth development plan that, was, that I was also part of, it was established in 1992. It became a document and was never implemented. Mm. We are now in 2013. Hmm. The dimension of the dynamic hasn't changed because we know what to do. The problem is that we have not implemented. So hopefully that um, what comes out of it is that the research now does not have sits again on a dusty shelf for the next 10 years and that it's implemented. So there has been a plan to guide the actions of South African football.
there has been a plan to guide the actions of South African football. There have been several plans. So when Safa announced with great pomp and ceremony, mind you, we were invited to some swanky uh, building in Santon, they announced a Vision 2022. We thought, finally, yes, we have a plan that will be implemented. The ambitious plan, which was to be run by the newly set up Safa Development Agency with Robin Peterson in charge, wanted to see Bafana Bafana qualify for the 2022 World Cup and, like the class of 1996 that won the AFCON on home soil, return to the top 20 in the world, top 20 in the world, and top three in Africa. Newly elected Safa President Daniel O'Don was full of promises saying that the under-20 team which won the Kasafa under-20 championships in Maseru Lesotho at the end of 23 would form the nucleus of the eventual Bafana Bafana team that would then qualify for Russia in 2018. This was to be the first phase of our plan, Vision 2022. Uh, we told these players uh, in, in Maseru already when they played in the Kasafa Cup. You still remember we talked about that road from Macero to Moscow, that uh, this is our project 2018-2022. Uh, they know it. We spoke there in Lesotho. Of course, Bafana Bafana didn't qualify for Russia 2018. We just come from the World Cup. We were watching it. Bafana Bafana wasn't there. Nor did Bafana Bafana qualify for AFCON 2017. But there was some success. Amachita qualified for last year's FIFA Under-20 World Cup, you'll remember, in South Korea under Tabo Senong. And when asked about his success in leading the team, Sinong correctly said, there is no inherent success in coaching the junior national teams if Bafana Bafana fails to achieve success itself. Because the likes of Amachita and the under-17s Amajimbos are simply suppliers to Bafana Bafana. He said that all that Amachita is, is a development team. But yes, uh, this is a development team. Our main objective is to to promote players to the next level, which is under 23, Bafana Bafana, that should qualify for the Olympics in 2020. You know, it started back in 2014, you know, when Mr. Mashaba was heading the senior national team. Uh, you know, we started to prioritize the fa- uh, fast-tracking, the, 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 the development of young players. Mm, you know, like what Rivaldo. was done with Rivaldo Cotier. Rivaldo Cotier. So, yeah, and uh, I'm so happy that uh, Mr. Takama is continuing with the same vision. Exactly. So that was on this very show again. The home straight were talking to him with Sutu Mayer and he was giving us some of the insights about how things were working, that he was working hand in glove with Sheikhs Mashaba. The plan seemed to be working despite Bafana Bafana's failure to qualify for major continental and international tournaments. Our under-23s, you'll remember, qualified for the 2016 Olympics with Sheikhs Mashaba working closely with his assistant Owen Dagama who was also in the under-23s, and Sinong, head of the under-20s. This was one of the core parts of Vision 2022, that the junior national team coaches would all work under the senior national team coaches. Continuity between coaches of the different national teams was an essential part of Vision 2022, which would be tested when Mashaba was fired at the end of 2016. You'll remember that Mashaba was sacked by Safa at the end of 2016 when Bafana were at the top of their World Cup qualification group after he had a public falling out with Safa President Danny O'Dan. This uh, following South Africa uh, beating Senegal at the Peter Mukaba Stadium in Polukwane. Prasheks later admitted that it was difficult to endure the pain of being fired when he was certain that he would have qualified Bafana Bafana for the World Cup.
uh, uh, when we were playing the qualifiers, I, I was imagining myself playing in Russia. That was my really, really wish to see this country going there and not to go at numbers, but to go cause havoc in the tournament. Vision 2022 had its first major failure. Our plan now off the rails. Because Safa then took five and a half months, five and a half months, can you believe it, to name his successor with Owen Dagama acting as caretaker in the interim. Dagama had been clear from the beginning that he did want to coach Bafana Bafana given the opportunity, but he was never given the chance. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not because I'm aware of my capabilities and my abilities. Uh, I've got the experience. I know uh, uh, what I can offer. So I'm not, I'm not in, in, in the least concerned. You can't have sleepless nights over things that you, you don't have control over. So I think at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I'm quite happy um, with what has happened and I'm looking forward to a bright future in whatever happens. So all the talk of Vision 2022 and continuity, our plan, it went out the window. Safa threw it out the window. The plan was abandoned, paving the way for Stuart Baxter to take over as Bafana Bafana coach. And I don't have to tell you that he endured a torrid time with the national team, continues to do so after losing back-to-back matches against Cape Verde, which basically ended Bafana's Russia 2018 hopes as Senegal qualified ahead of South Africa for the World Cup in Russia. If I wasn't devastated before, then I surely am now. I mean, I've not had anywhere I've been a more disappointing feeling than I've got now after a football game. I mean, I don't think... I've seen a lot of teams playing against South Africa and I've seen them beat South Africa and a lot of those teams that beat South Africa were not as good as these. I think they played They played decently. I think this is a decent team. Baxter speaking after Bafana Bafana's loss against uh, Cape Verde, the second one at the Mozambique Stadium in Durban. So Vision 2022, our plan to get us back in the top 20 in the world and the top three in Africa had failed its major test. Failed its major test. And the main reason possibly was the changing of national team coaches in the middle of a World Cup qualification campaign. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.